right. Welcome back to another episode of The Log Adventures. Welcome back to episode three. Um, if you guys don't tell or don't notice, I'm using a video for this episode because I want to upgrade this podcast like episode by episode. So if you didn't notice in the second episode, I used this microphone, this one right here, the one I'm talking into. And for this episode, I'm aiming for using video. So if you're watching on video or I think I can post it on YouTube because I tried last night with time of recording. This is like on Monday, October 23rd. Um, I had really a lot of difficulties trying to set this up. I really tried. I really tried to get this video on Spotify, but the way it's looking, it's not looking good. It's looking tough. But anyways, um, welcome back. Um, for those who don't know, uh, my name is Cole. You know, I'm just... A college student just trying to just do something cool or like a, my ideas, let my ideas flow. But if you want to watch the previous episode, I'd recommend it because it kind of gives you like a, a lot of backstory of not only me, um, but like kind of like my history and kind of like my motivations and what I'm trying to strive for, I guess, in terms of this podcast. So, um, but if you're listening, thank you for listening. And um, just to get started, so last episode we had. Roll it back, roll the memories back, you know. Um, so we kind of talked about my plebe year, my first, second semester, and kind of like going into Beast, which is like right before I got there, before it started. So during the summer, um, I told you like all about my motivations and kind of stuff like that. I was I was down the dumps, basically. Um, and I kind of had like a negative mindset towards the end of the year because I was like, yeah, I'm struggling, I'm down the dump. Like my GPA wasn't that good, you know. I was really struggling, but now for this episode, I kind of want to talk about my sophomore year, my yuck year, and kind of like the summer leadership that I did, and kind of maybe, depending on how long this goes, I'm trying to make it a lot more shorter for this episode, and what depending on this, I might get into like where I'm at now, and like the couple months I've had been since I've like started my junior year, um, but anyways, just to get started, so this was like, so for, at the end of my freshman year, I kind of going to do a summer training. So West Point kind of requires you to do summer training. And for those who don't know, the way it kind of works um, is kind of like, so going into your sophomore year, you do what's called a cadet field training. And cadet field training is exactly like Beast. And so it's going to be like a lot of the BRM, land nav, FTX type stuff, like Stuff that I mentioned kind of like briefly, like last episode. But the thing is that like during Beast, it wasn't graded. But for CFT, it's now graded. So for grab, so it's kind of like a grad requirement in the grades. So you kind of have to pass, like a pass-fail type thing. Um, but it also could be a grade because you can get uh, earn a badge called Rakondo. But it's kind of like a badge you wear on a uniform, saying you're tough like that. But anyways, just going to CFT... Kind of like my mindset before I headed into it. It was really negative because, like I said, I mentioned earlier, like I was down in the dumps. I was down bad. You can say, like, I was going through it. And so I, it's inevitable that I have a negative mindset because I had the mindset, like, I wanted to leave. I did not want to be here because I was missing my family. I was missing home. I'm out here in New York, kind of like by myself. I don't have anyone to rely family members I can rely on or to go back to the city, maybe like chill out if I wanted to. Like, 
it was not good. My men- mental state was not really well, and and it w- I just was not looking forward to it. Like I had a negative mindset. Like a lot of people during the academic year, the upperclassmen or kind of like the juniors and seniors that I talked to before heading to it, they said like it's, it's a really good experience and it's really fun because you meet new people and. Even though I was like, sort of like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. I did not, I was not looking forward to it at all. But going into it, CFT, so the way CFT works is like during the academic year, you're with whole, you're with like your crew from Beast. But for CFT, you're like with a whole different company. Like it's, it's, there's like nine companies and like it's, it's a whole new aspect. You have your, it's people that you've probably never met before. And if you're going to CFT as like a trainee, it's going to be, you have like a very, very low chance that like you'll be in the same squad or even the same company as someone that's in your company during the academic year. So going to CFT, you're going to meet new people because it's just bound to happen. Um, but yeah, going to CFT, I really had a negative mindset. And um, I remember the first day, like we got there, like um, we had a, get carry all of our equipment and stuff that we needed that we had to get packed and it was like rsoi day which is kind of like basically the very start that you we had to transport everything to like we have uh so at west point at here at the installation we have a place called camp buckner and that's kind of like where you go if you can do like field acti- field activities and stuff like that and like camp buckner is a lot for like cft um cldt um that i'll do a take next year i haven't done done it yet but next summer i'm gonna do it but i'm just going to just like know that you're going to a different area and different location you're not going to stay in the room like i'm in right now um but anyways so going in cft it's i remember i met my squad leader oh actually no so typically in a typical platoon you have four squad leaders so like for those of you that are not in the military it's like Imagine like four line leaders or like four people that are in charge of you. I have no idea how to put this. This is like off the dome, off my mind, and off my head. So, um, so like four people in charge and they're kind of responsible for it. And you have one person like in charge of everyone else, like charge like 37, 36 people around that, around that total. And we only had three squad leaders. So that can very be difficult. In terms of like for the other cadre and other squad leaders and just the the platoon leader and just like running the platoon because you're down you're down a man essentially and you have to account for more people and that can be tiring and um we, there's only three squad leaders in my platoon and the squad leader that I kind of like it was like my new substitute squad leader he he was a no it. I cannot speak enough my positive for this man. This man, uh, he, I credit to a lot of my reasonings for staying here is because of him. Because I remember, so the way where West Point works here and just in the army in general is that you do initial counseling for like leadership and initial counseling is kind of like your superior kind of talks to you and sits you down and kind of talks about the expectations that, that they have of you. And it's kind of just to feel it out and it's just us for us cadets to kind of like get like a feel and like when we transition to the real armory counseling, it isn't going to be a new thing. Um, but for this council, initial counseling with my squad leader, he, he kind of told me like what my goals are and stuff like that. For me, I just wanted to cruise by and kind of like 
just get through the trainings and stuff like that because I knew like I this place I felt like at the time that place this place was not for me and like it was I was really struggling at the time mentally because I was like yeah I'm gonna get I'm like after this I might just leave or stuff like that. whatever I forgot what the reason specific reasoning was but I, I basically I just want to leave and my squad leader told me just give CFT a chance because like it's it, he had the, like a similar mindset for him it's like he kind of transitioned from he did an extra year in college before going to West Point so he so he kind of knows and he kind of he uh, related to me I felt like at the time I could not talk to anyone about me wanting to leave and like me wanting to pursue other things that I wanted to do but um, shout out to my squad leader, CFT squad leader. I'm not going to name drop him just out of privacy reasons. But basically, like, he kind of, like, shifted my mindset. Slowly but surely, he shifted my mindset. And he made his presence known. He made sure that, like, I was good. And and I really appreciated that. Like, looking back now, like, that was the thing that I really needed. I definitely needed him. And he provided a lot of wisdom and advice because he was thinking about leaving too. And... He kind of just, he did the, the thing that I really appreciated the most when I kind of like was vulnerable and I kind of talked to him about my whole situation of like me wanting to leave was that he did not force anything on me. He said like, if you want to, you can just open the common app, you know, like just think about it or, and just like apply from there and just see if you can take further, like slow initial steps. The thing is he didn't, he kind of just like was supportive of whatever decision I made essentially. He didn't force his opinion to make sure I wanted to stay or didn't want to stay. He just gave his pros and cons that what well, he's learned that he's been here. And so at the time I was like, okay, like I'll try it. I'll try CFT. Turns out I loved CFT. Like I loved my whole platoon. I loved all the squad leaders. I loved our platoon song. I loved our PL. I loved everyone in my platoon because everyone was just so cool and we we're just so chill. Like the dy- I don't, like the dynamic was so fun and like CFT was so fun for me because like the, everyone was so supportive and it wasn't like beasts where like Kadra like yelling at you constantly like the the squallers are there to kind of like be really supportive and give you kind of like that advice uh, I'm kind of talking about like a lot of it is advice and it's like a lot more laid back than beasts where you kind of like you, you can have your phone during CFT well actually halfway through we couldn't really use our phones halfway through but. I mean, just just going back to like, just I love CFT in general because like a lot of things, it built a lot of confidence for me because going back into CFT, so for CFT, like in the component that was really, that was that built my confidence was like, we had to do like a wire confidence course and we had to do an obstacle course that we do. And the obstacle course that we do, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's like, um, all like all the obstacles you have to do for air assault school. If you don't know what air assault school is, it's kind of just basically repellent, learning how to repel out of a helicopter and doing air assault operations. And so I just did that this past summer. And so um, once I, and so if you want to learn more about it, you can just look up air assault school and you'll see And you just type in like air, like day zero and like, you'll see the obstacle courses there. And like the, and a lot of it was like for me, really not i wouldn't say humbling but it was it was really eye-opening for me and i got a lot of confidence because i was able to do most 
Like, I was leading through all the obstacles, except for one obstacle. It was, like, this, like, called the Island Hopper. And it was basically balancing and, like, jumping on, like, logs and balancing. For me, my, my balance was trash. So, like, I didn't really care. But every other obstacle, I thought, and before starting it and doing the obstacle course, I was scared and, like, kind of, like, embarrassed myself, essentially. But I did every, every obstacle. Like, it wasn't that bad. Like, I did it with... uh with ease to be honest and it was it was really fun and i remember that day and then after you do obstacles an example is that you do the water confidence course and for the water confidence course um it's it's really i forgot what the how high it was i think 25 feet if i'm not mistaken 25 or 20 around there but either way it's kind of like you walk walk across um kind of like a a balance beam and it's pretty narrow and you have to step up. So there's like two ways you kind of like walk across, get the feel for it, you know, looking down and kind of like balancing yourself. And once you get across, um, the second the second half of it is kind of doing the same thing. But the thing is that like once you get halfway through, there's like kind of like this um, blocks you have to step over and you have to put your weight on it and it, it it messes a lot of people up and definitely makes people nervous. But like I said, I went back to my squad leader and he just gave me advice to not move. Not, not, not move, sorry. To just keep moving. Do not stop uh, on this water obstacle course. And, and during it, I... So the first half of it, that it was rough. It was, I I felt like I, was like... I was like sliding. I wasn't really walking. I was doing like a... Like defensive slides, to be honest, and but really slowly. Um, but like I paused, you know, I, I felt bad. Like, I was, I, I was like, if I can barely get through this first half, I feel like I cannot do the second half. But deep down, or something came out. I was just like, you know what? Let me just, let me stop. Like down on myself. Let me just go for it. You know, let me just. And I, I recall like my squalider before doing the obstacle course to do the second half like and don't stop don't stop in the second half you don't want to stop like on the on the blocks because if you stop on the blocks you'll just wiggle and you'll you'll just fall off like that's usually what's gonna happen and so i was like you know what i'm not gonna do that let me just listen to my squad's advice i full sent it did not stop a single bit and i made it through that's honestly like kind of like the hardest part the other half is kind of like like um, getting on a rope, a horizontal rope, and kind of just getting to a certain point, and then they tell you to give you permission to like just get off of the rope and you just fall into the water. But the main thing is kind of like that balance beam that I was talking about. So that's an example of like CFT, like just me building confidence and like land nav. Land nav was fine. Um, I did like I did. I remember in Beast, like I remember like the last episode that I had a. Had to like a rescue team, or whatever, to get me. But even though I passed, this one, no need. You know, I was con- like, I took the training seriously, and like, I took everything seriously with like the mindset of like, let me just try to try to succeed. Like, ha- like midway through, like, kind of my mindset changed of like not getting through it, but more like, let me let me try to succeed as get the get the best score I can, essentially. And so that's what I did, and land nav, you know just did did really well like i didn't like it was there's nothing there's no other way to put it essentially is that like 
I did perfectly fine, you know, no no real issues there. BRM, I will say BRM. So during CFT, when you get um M- we get M4s and there's an ACOG site ACOG site on it. And it's supposed to be easier. Um but um, I remember in Beast, I shot like a 28 out of 40, which is not too bad at all. It's not terrible. It's solid for shooting an iron sight. But during CFT, I think I shot like a 26 with the ACOG. And the ACOG is supposed to be a lot easier because all you have to do is put the red dot on the target. But with the iron sight, you kind of have, depending on the range, you have to aim at the, the silhouette or the target like at a certain angle. So you can't shoot just dead on. Because of the bullet trajectory, um, I, I just to put it simply is that you, you you have to change your aim and you can't just aim dead on at a target if with the iron sight. But with the ACOG, you can. But for some reason, I did worse in CFT, which is like kind of surprising for me because I was expecting to do really well considering I was I did fine. But I think I was like a twenty six or something like that. I mean, just like barely passing, to be honest. And that was only just honestly like a big disappointing part of it during CFT um, because I thought I was going to do better. But hey, no one's perfect, you know. Like, even though looking back on it, it it's just more like you just got through it. So, like, you don't have to beat yourself up to it. You pass. But, like, I always, like, got the mindset of, like, I could do better, you know. But, I mean, other than that, it was fine. Um, those are the big ones, and I was. But during the FTX, I'm like a lot FTX. I did not like the five day FTX we had, because during um, CFT, FTX is it's kind of like you have to pull security. And for those of you who don't know, so when you go on FTX, it's kind of like you have to maybe like do a movement. So like it's kind of like scenario based. For the way I put it and how I think of FTX is kind of like, all right, we got a mission set and we have to get to this point, and Whatever you do, whatever it is, it can be like a five day long mission or something like that. But basically, you go from point A to point B with the rucksack, and you're kind of in the woods because you don't want to be on the roads. Like that's, and if you are on the roads, you have to have a there's like a certain kind of like formation for it. Um, but anyways, basically, is during for CFT. What's different about the FTX is that like you have to pull security, and for those don't. No pulling security is kind of like um staying up staying up and watching over your buddies because the way it works is kind of like we did a buddy system and so one so the what actually let me stop. <laughs> I this is getting like too too in depth for those of you who don't know don't know about West Point or like FTXs or anything like this infantry type knowledge, but basically is that for me, like the sleeping part was the big component that like was very underrated, and like I barely got any sleep at all, so I was like really tired the entire time, and it's it was not fun because I remember so on the on this five day FTX on the last night I think I only got one hour or two hours, which is I was like when I when I don't get when I don't get sleep I get cranky so. You know how people get hangry and stuff like that. For me, it's me with sleep. If I don't get sleep, it's 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 gonna be a rough day. It's like my mentality is just not there. Like, like that's just how it is for me as a as a person. I really value my sleep. So, but um, doing the CFT, like I said, like it was not that bad. You know, I had good time 
with everyone. I loved everyone. And I made good some good friendships to this day. You know, I'm really cool with everyone. Didn't have any issues and like personality issues at all. Like everyone was so cool and just they were, they were vibey, you know? We just suck. we just embraced the suck together and that's the that's like another element that like these West Point friendships and like relationships that you establish that's that's like just priceless you know like it's something that you can look back on and it's like good funny to look at and like anything like that like that just that just enhances the relationship and like makes things fun to look back on but anyways so cft is done i have like a couple weeks off um before the next school year starts and i just Went back home, you know, it was really fun because it was like my first time really being back on home more than two weeks. And so I kind of just enjoyed being at home with my boy, Kitty Laug, but then with my family, my brother, you know, it was, it was nice, you know, it was a really good reset. And, but I will say like, what's, what sucks is when like, when you come back to West Point, I've gotten a lot better at this. This is like, but it in the beginning when you go back and fly back it's like oh here we go back to the grind again but i think that's like kind of like what west point is all about like that's like just part of the process you know it just builds your character and like now it's it's a lot easier but like back then i was just dreading it It was like oh here we go back to west point back on the grind back to being the dumps but um going back to so going into first semester so the difference between plebe year and yuck year responsibility wise is you're going to be a team leader so a team leader is kind of like you're so to do the team leader role is kind of like you get sophomores are in charge of a freshman so every sophomore is going to get a freshman like an incoming freshman and they're going to be in charge of them for that semester and then the second semester they're going to be a team leader, but they'll just have a different like freshman that they're kind of like in charge of or responsible for. And so for me, I remember I got my new plebe and he's a basketball player. But, you know, I mean, for me, looking back on it, I would say like I didn't do really good as a good job as a team leader because like it was it was rough, you know, I I was dealing with like, like trying to deal with kind of like being direct and like kind of like getting results. Cause like for me, like back then, like I never really had a challenge of leadership in terms of changing the style, of like coming across and like getting a, a good delivery to someone and like having them be, have the tools to get the job done that I needed them to do. And so so, cause I just led by example, you know, that was like the main, that's like, that was my main form of leadership is that I just led by example. Like I was more like, you see, I'm doing it right. So you should do it right. And some, some people, that's not their way of like, kind of like grasping leadership. Some that like, you kind of have to tell them like constantly or something you have to tell them once and you lay back and you do your, let them do their thing and they're good. Sometimes it's like lead by example. They're just, if they're observant enough, they'll look at it. So like, I didn't really grasp the idea of like, different leadership styles that you kind of have to implement and you kind of have to be uh, versatile with everything. So in terms of that, like I felt like, to be honest, I felt as a team leader in my first semester because like my play was kind of fucked up to be honest, like a lot of stuff, but 
I felt like looking back, I think I could have done a lot better things and a lot different ways. I could approach different situations and like kind of, kind of like help me essentially and like ease the situations that happened. Cause like some situations, I definitely felt like I definitely could have prevented it. But at the time, I was, I'm like, I was pretty stubborn and kind of like, no, it's not my jo- job. And it's my plea because he's fucked up or, or sorry, sorry. But like stuff like that, you know, it's so easy. It was so easy for me to kind of like put the blame on someone else. But like at the end of the day, I'm kind of responsible for everything they do because they're like down the team, like team, like Tia, what the heck? Like, you're like, why is your plea messed up? And so I, and that was honestly like aspect on me that I definitely could have improved looking back on that definitely failed at. And so, cause like for me, like this is like a really selfish idea, but like I was, my focus for this semester was to kind of like succeed and do a really good job. Like in CFT, instead of just passing, I kind of wanted to get, get an A, uh, get that, shoot for that A for that a certain class. And so, and sometimes like prioritizing, like for me, I learned, I've learned to prioritize different things over the years. And it's kind of like, what you value is what you prioritize, you know, during that time I prioritized academics over kind of like developing and developing my plea and like leadership. And like looking back, I definitely think I probably would have took a step back and kind of like reevaluate what my true values are and like what I really wanted to learn. And so that's kind of like my that was like my mentality is like let's 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 try to improve our GPA this semester. Okay. So anyways, so I pulled up so last time so I pulled up um my first semester. So I took 17 and a half credit hours. So this is a really this is like a really light semester. So I had to take French, French one, intro to legal method, which is kind of like my introductory class to my law and legal studies major but and then i had to take um statistics and i had to take military movement mill move and this is a lot of gymnastics and then i take physics and i had to take american politics so um these classes i actually did pretty decent you know because because totaling out my whole gpa so to remind you guys that like at the time first semester i got like one eight four. I, I the exact number I have it back in my last episode, but one eight four. Like and then the second semester I got like a two four or something like that, which is which is not not good to be honest and to my standards now. But it was rough because I just I I had plebe I just had the mindset of just surviving, you know. And so this semester I was like, no, let me just have a, have a mindset shift. And so for this one I ended the semester first semester with a 3.175 so above a 3.0 first semester and so that was i think gaining those grades and gaining that it really helped me and helped my confidence again with like i okay i can i can be at a place like this and sort of thrive and one thing that i'm like 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 small little things i'm like proud of myself for like for example i got like um on like the dean's list for for that semester. And so, you know, it was it was really good and like it was something that I needed, you know, like confidence wise. For me, I struggled with a lot, a lot, a lot of confidence. 
because I, like I said, I was self-selected myself and I always compared myself, you know, and getting that, getting that Dean's list and getting that 3-0, it was really good. And I really, and I really liked it. And, and it was, it was something that I needed just, just to reiterate this again. And so I remember with French, I got like an A minus, which really bumped my grade up, like my GPA wise, like, and physics, American politics, B pluses, you know, really solid. So it really helped me get a good um, confidence boost. And kind of like going to second semester, nothing really changed, to be honest. You know, that's like now that was like kind of like the time where, like, okay, I'm getting the groove of things. Obviously, you have like the drill and like drill and other responsibilities that to do, um, whatever it is during the week. Um, for that, but because like now, I have to ensure my plea, the plea that I have is doing what they need to do during the week, and like the task they got done, and so it's just more like just learning how to do that, to be honest. And like second semester, I kind of had a good grasp of it, and my plea was like, a lot, um, like a lot, it was a lot easier to work with, um, because he kind of got things done without really having to tell him, and it was and communication wise, it was like really really chill you know it was like really good overall so um i know i'm breezing through this but if if so if any of you or something like reaches out to wants to learn more specifically i can get more in depth but like i'm just trying to i'm for this episode like i said i'm just trying to reduce down the the timeliness and like just the duration of it um because I felt like listening to me for like an hour and a half last episode was not it, to be honest. But anyways, going so going into the second semester, um, I mean, academically, second semester, it was worse um, because, so just to read off my classes, I took Cyber Foundations, which is kind of like, sort of like a coding class. Um, I took French 2, I took another French class, and then I took, MS-100, Fundamental Small Operations, which is kind of like our military class, military science class for sophomores. So, I mean, just same military class. And then Survival Swim. Oh, my goodness. I should, Okay, that was... We'll, we'll get into that. But Physics 2, I take uh, Psychology, and I take Economics. So, and this semester was 19 credit hours. So, um, looking back on it, like... To be honest, like academically, like I was, I was not really locked in at all because like a lot of the classes that I did take, like I really didn't enjoy them. Like for example, physics two, like I'm a law major taking physics two. Like, but it's, I every day like okay my teachers and like the class my classmates were great. It's just the material, like the material for me. It's like, yeah, physics two is not it for me. Like I. I really can't, you know, every day like, I'm learning about modern physics and then learning about circuits and learning about Kirchhoff's law. Um, <laughs> as you can see, I barely, I didn't survive. I, I didn't barely survive, but obviously you can tell physics is not my subject. So, um, but I mean, other than that, physics, philosophy, I mean, for me, but again, the material wasn't the most engaging for me, and it wasn't for it, that class was not for me. Um, 
Um, other than those are like the two main classes, and like I had that in a semester, so it's kind of like, like I was I'll be like think a lot. I'll be so let's say I'm doing homework, and I'm like, well, like, do I really have to do, like I don't know why I'm doing this, you know? Like I'm a law major, taking these classes. I don't know why I gotta take them. So it was that cynicism that I had, but one class that really helped me again with confidence is survival swim so um in survival swim you kind of have to you learn kind of like how to swim with kind of like weight on you that's the biggest thing is the survival swim it's not like for me i am i i barely had like a very very small background learning how to swim like i would say I didn't really know how to swim particularly. Like I can like tread sort of white water and kind of stay afloat for a little bit. But like for long term wise, like uh I'm not that guy. So like that was before the course. And like during the course, you know, you slowly start to like add weight and learn and soon you kinda of, like swim with your so by the end of the class you're swimming with your army combat uniform. So for those who don't know, it's kind of like the the camouflage uniform with like the boots and everything, and you'll have like a rifle, um, like a like a dummy rifle, like an M sixteen dummy rifle, um, that adds weight to it, and I think like seven pounds, I believe seven, uh, I believe, and then you had like kind of like um a flick on, and I think it's um. So the flick, it's it's kind of like a vest, and you can put anything. You can put like eye pro case on it. You can put like grenade pouches on it, flashbang pouches, ammo mags. So like, there's gonna be weight on there. But the thing is, like, you can put like canteens on it on the sides, and so so what it. So I think I forgot how much that weighed, but it weighed like it weighed a lot. Those canteens made it heavy. I'd say maybe if I would guess fifteen pounds. But for those who don't know what's what's point is are listening, I'm I'm sorry, I don't know the exact amount, okay? But that's what I think it was. But either way, it was heavy. You know, when you put that weight on you and you have that rifle and you have to swim, like it's it's not an easy task, you know, especially for me. And so in the beginning of the class, I was honestly like struggling with the fundamentals of swimming and kind of like learning if I'm doing it the right way. But with cause with the with the help of my instructor and a couple of my friends and just have for me myself having the desire and actually having the opportunity to take the time after class, like like when we're not having class, like just getting in the pool, essentially. Just doing more pool outside of class class time and just kinda like making sure I don't fail and just just learning. Learning how to swim, you know? And the more I did it and and the more I committed myself, the easier and easier it got for the class. Because the thing is that, like, the class is, like, they would have, like, certain events and certain tests, swimming tests, and you and you can retake them back in the back, like, you just retake them just so you can get a better grade. And so for me, I remember when I first started, I would usually, usually get, like, a C kind of grade, like, barely passing and basically not doing well as much as, as it should. And like my standards, but by the end of the course, I was able to kind of like bump up the easier, the way easier, um, kind of tests and get like an A, get an A, A minus, you know, in that range. I mean, but like the, obviously the harder physical ones, like I would like bump it up to like the, 
kind of like the passing range. Basically, like, I just grew as a swimmer. Like, I'm a lot more confident in the water now. Like, if someone pushed me, I could stay afloat. Like, no issue. Like, I'm not scared of the water. You know, I'm I'm getting, like, I am a lot more comfortable in the water now when I go swimming. So, like, you know, like just stuff like that. What The thing that I've appreciated the most here is kind of, like, the challenges that I've faced. And, like, like I said, like, like I said last episode, West Point is going to find something that you suck at. Just plain and simple, and they're gonna expose. They're gonna expose all your weaknesses, and it's kind of like, all right, what are you gonna do with them? Like, are you gonna kind of like fade away and kind of like turn your back and kind of like ignore it, or are you gonna approach it and confront it and face it head on and get better with that challenge or try to diminish it? And so, every time, like I try to face it, you know, and just improve and like. Now, like, for me, I'm not afraid of challenges. Like, that's a big thing that I've grown. And just, like, confidence-wise, you know? Like, back then, like, I used to struggle a lot with confidence. And maybe, like, sometimes I would say I still am. But, like, now, like, I'm a lot more confident because I know myself as a person. And I know what works for me. And I know what doesn't, you know? And so, it's more what West Point and these opportunities that have, you know, helped me. And I'm really grateful and appreciative for West Point. And I can see why, like, why West Point has its name, why it has its legacy. is because of these challenges that they give you and they present you. And, like, they make you force yourself to learn. And they just, they make you, they, I would say they force yourself to kind of not really say grow up, but, like, like be the best at something, like, just to put it friendly. And kind of, like, be competitive. Like, West Point makes you, makes you really competitive. And it makes you, and it wants you to be competitive. Because this world is kind of, it's 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 the evil world we live in, so, but, I mean, that's like how it is, you know. You you can't really get pushed around, and so, it's kind of confidence and like kind of just owning up and just being like a strong individual as a person, and like getting as much difficult tasks that you're given and kind of like figuring it out and solving it, you know. And that's what West Point has done for me, and like a lot of opportunities and. I think I have enough time, but I'm actually going to go into kind of like the end going into last summer, which is a couple months ago, which is going to be my, my time as my leadership detail. So for my leadership detail, I was, I did cadet field training again, but I was a squad leader this time. And so, and it was honestly one of the best things that could have happened to me. Because looking back on it, you know, for me, I I was I was out I was in outside of my comfort zone a lot of the time, and something like I was really unfamiliar with, and working with the cadre, and like with my PSG and my PL, and it's just because the thing is that like a lot of this is like you realize during these like leaderships, like these summer trainings that like it's a really cadet led, and so. And so, sorry, but sorry, I had the, I had the um, battery warning or whatever. So I had to fix it just to make sure the camera's looking good. So if you're listening, I apologize if I just stopped or whatever. But anyways, back to CFT. Anyways, so as a squad leader, I was not sure what to expect, to be honest. But I just knew I wanted to be like the best teammate for my 
for my like peers, like make my job easier for the other squad leaders and my PhD and PL. Just do my role, you know? And and like I didn't know who I I mean I knew who I was gonna get, but I didn't know like most of them at all. Like my trainees. And so for me, like with CFT is like the thing is that like whatever leadership like quality or like leadership type that you want, you can try it out. You know, like you can be direct and you can be, or you can lead by example. Like there's so many different ways for you to take the opportunity that you're given in terms of leadership with like you're in charge of, for me, like for me, I was in charge of um, nine, nine trainees. And so it's like, what are you, you going to do with it? You know? And for me, I want to take full advantage of it because people are telling me like, that's, that's the bread and butter of this place is the leadership detail. And I, and I knew I want to take it very seriously because I knew if I, what I am going to put in, I felt like I was going to get out of it. And so I gave like my full, full attention and like my full effort. And looking back on it, because you would get presented challenges and for me, the most challenging aspect of it was just man- managing personalities. Because you have one person that could be very motivated, want to do the job, and like bought in off like off day one, you don't need to tell them. But there's someone else that is like not as motivated and they can they don't want to do it and they don't buy into the mission instantly. And so it's kind of like you have to find a balance and ha- and Deliver the message that you want to deliver, but you want them to receive it. And it's kind of like, okay, did I, I want, I want to take this approach, maybe be more direct, but will they receive it differently? And it's more like testing that out. And the thing for me is that like, it was very, very mentally challenging. It was like one of the most mentally challenging things I've ever done, but it's also one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. Because I like, I love my squad. I love my trainees. Like, I had an amazing time with them. You know, like, all the memories that we had, like, it was fun. I was, like, trying to be, I was, like, just trying to be, like, fun with them and kind of, like, and they understood. I think they understood, like, a lot of this, like, this is, like, our first time in, like, real leadership roles. And so, and they knew, and I, I fantasized to them, it's kind of, like, you know, just kind of like enjoy it. I try to have the most fun for them because like during the time, they're kind of hard on standards and like you should be hard on standards. And so I feel like sometimes the company, like the my company took it too far. And so I want to have fun with it. For me, I just want to have fun with my squad and like make it as fun as possible when I could, um, whether it's like joking around with them or something like that. But when it's serious, like obviously, you know, I got the job done, you know, and I took it seriously. And that's a good thing, a rewarding thing. And like I can go, I can't find specific instances because I'll probably have to talk to one of my trainees about it. But if you want to like, learn more about it or like just let me know, you know, email me or get a hold of my socials um, and just let me know. Like ask, ask more if you want to learn more about my leadership detail what I've learned because it's one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done in my life, period. I've learned so much just from myself and my leadership and kind of like, and like just working with other people in general, with, with the other cadre and 
and kind of like every person is different. That's like the main thing that I took away is that every person is different and people react way differently than you. And like seeing it in real time, because I like obviously my parents and like everyone else and my mentors told me it's, they kind of, t- when they like, say like one of those things when they tell you, but you're like, I mean, uh, I guess like we'll see and stuff like that. But like actually seeing it for yourself, it's so it's so eye opening and it's it's so so interesting. It's it's really cool to see, and it's really fascinating to see. And so that's why it's one of the most rewarding things I've done. And maybe I'm like missing like some other other things about my leadership detail that I'm not explaining. But the but. I, this is kind of like off the off the cuff. Obviously, I should be a lot more prepared, which is on me. And I apologize for that. But it seems like we had a lot more time. And, you know, I did my leadership details like a month long. Um, it was a good vibe. You know, chill. Found it was so rewarding. Had so much fun. And I keep up with some of them. I keep up with them still today. Um, so, like. I just try, the thing for me is like I just wanted to be the best squad leader for my trainees, and I think I try I I did the best I could you know I did the best I could, and and that's and they gave feedback and they like most of them almost all of them gave all of them gave me really good feedback and they said I was a really good squad leader so for me like all I cared about was like my trainees like what they thought of me and thinking and asking them and making sure like was I being a good effective leader during that detail you know and they said I was and like they knew like I had I could have fun but I could also like be very serious and be very like be very serious and take things seriously when things had to get done I can I can flip the switch essentially but I mean stuff like that I'm probably missing more but um that was kind of like my leadership detail kind of like condensed down um but like i said month long you know went home for a little bit early july had like two weeks off and then i had to do aerosol school and aerosol school was very challenging for me to be honest just just get like especially for a second phase or like i don't know for me like aerosol school was just in terms of the smoking and like getting worked like i never even worked so much like at school for me, that's why it was like kind of so hard for me and probably like difficult. But other than that, like kind of like the learning, the acad- the academics of the school, it wasn't terrible. But I mean, at the end of the day, I did get my wings. So um, that was, my aerosol school was definitely something that also, it was another confidence booster. Like everything I have done here is just confidence booster and kind of like me being like, oh, I actually can hang and I, and I do belong here essentially and so like all these experiences they just keep building and building and like aerosol school is an example that I just and so even though it was really challenging it was really it was really nice to like graduate and have uh my dad pin my aerosol wings on me and like that's one thing that I really kind of like appreciated and like was very proud of myself of it's kind of like my hard work on a, being put on a badge and stuff like that and like obviously, some people are like, yeah, so school is easy and stuff like that. But I mean, for me, for my challenges, just just how I am as a person, I I'm honestly I could care less what other people think. For me, it's kind of like more of the mindset of like, just be proud of the little things that you do and like, 
just celebrate the little victories that you have, you know? And so, and like, stop comparing, you know? That's like the big thing for me. But yeah, to be honest, like, I know it was a quick little episode, definitely a lot more condensed. Um, I, I, I wanted to be that way because I kind of want you guys to listen. Not, I don't want to take too much of your time and listen to me yap away. Anyways, but like I said, like now I'm a squad leader during academic year. You know, nothing has changed. You know, it's really cool being like a squad leader again. It's like the same thing, just managing people, but like focus more. On, I, can, I can, it's like not as serious though, because you're kind of focusing more on other responsibilities because just academic year, you're just trying to survive compared to like in the summer where you can just devote all your time to them. But, anyways. Like that's kind of like where I'm at, and so just to remind you guys, this might be like well, like probably like the last episode, like where it's just all about me because I just want to give you guys a baseline for those who don't know and like know my whole background. That's like why I want to give this like these first couple episodes to kind of introduce myself and kind of like know who you are, like who you, who I am as a person, and like why I do this and just the reasons, reasoning behind it, and so. I appreciate if you listen to all three episodes, I really, I really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Like, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my story. And like, if you don't like my story or like, if you have any type of critiques about it, like, like I'd be happy to hear it. Just let me know. You know, I'm always open to feedback, always open to advice. You know, I'm in sort of like an open book for right. Or not an open book, but like you get what I'm saying. Like, I'm not afraid to talk about my failures and the challenges. And so, I'm, I really appreciate it for those that have listened to my story. And now I want to introduce more people on and like hear my story. Like, obviously, it'll be a lot more condensed down. And I'll just hit like the hard hitting questions. But like, look in future episodes, kind of look forward to having more people and more personalities and like introducing this podcast because there's a lot a lot of studs here and i definitely want to capture that and like have something to look back on and maybe they can look back on and something that i can go i just think a lot of west pointers and and a lot of their background should be shared because how much work and like how much of a stud they they are and they were and they're going to be in the future and so that's kind of like the direction i'm going to head now towards like the next few episodes and i apologize if i didn't this i'm probably like a couple days a week and a couple days later than my last upload and i apologize just school you know it's college stuff you know sort of getting busy and but i mean other than that um i'm just gonna wrap this up you know i really appreciate you guys listening and just hearing what i have to say like, again i can't reiterate this enough um but either way I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a splendid day, whatever time, splendid night, splendid morning, whatever, you know, if you like the podcast, let me know, give me feedback, always open and open to criticism. And I mean, other than that, you know, I hope you have a great day and thank you for listening to the third episode of Log Adventures. (laughs) 